Our passion didn't start with a mouth. It started with people, with the well-being of the profession. And if you're like me, maybe a little bit of your nerdiness and all things tech too. We all want to love what we do, but the truth is burnout, people problems, and glass ceilings can keep us from doing what we set out to do. So let's get back to the heart of connection. Welcome to the Dental Handoff. This show is about passing you the knowledge, the habits, the systems, and the strategies to lead your teams, lean on your tech, and listen to your gut while you take care of people and truly the overall health of our communities. Let's stop using the wrong end of the toothbrush, y'all. My name is Dr. Kelly Tanner. Oh, and uniquely, I'm a dental hygienist too. You can consider me a guru in the dental and leadership industry. With over three decades of experience, my goal is to take you to the next level by empowering growth, perspective, and confidence. By identifying the gaps, recognizing the plaque, and extracting the truth with the other experts in the field. I'll share their stories, empower you to own yours, and elevate your passion in the process. So have a seat in the chair, put on your bib, and let's get to work. Welcome to the Dental Handoff. I am Dr. Kelly Tanner, your hostess of this podcast, and I am so excited to have Nanette Turtel, who I, and a lot of people call her lovingly Nan. Nan, thank you so much for being on today. Thank you, Kelly. This has been, this is a really fun experience. I can't believe I'm here. Like I told you, the the people that you've had on your show, I I hope I can live up to all the reputations. I I, I mean, I'm just like, oh my goodness. I was listening to Paul, Fierstein, Mark, I mean, Betsy Shapiro. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to talk to Kelly. I'm so excited this morning. Oh, well, it's the, the <laughs> honor is all mine. I mean, you're you. I've known about you before I even knew you. We were just talking about this before getting on the show. So you have done so much for dentistry, for your professional organization. I mean, you told me a little bit about this when I saw you at Toledo Dental Society this week. And my mind was blown about how active you have been and how long you've been in this and just continue to love it. So the question I always ask and start with, Nan, is why dentistry? Why did you choose it or why did it choose you? It's a long story, but um, I'm the youngest of three children and my dad it was a dentist. And so I always grew up in the dental field. And, you know, of course, back in the day, you know, when dentistry was very different, you know, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, you know, a lot of there were a lot of second generation and third generation and there still are dentists or dental people. Um, And, you know, you wanted someone to take over your practice, you know, and so my dad always was like, you know, one of my children is going to be a dentist, you know, and my sister, who's the oldest was like, you know, yeah, and he's like, yeah, you're going to be a dentist, are you going to be a dentist? And she's like, "Mm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a lawyer. And he's like, okay, you know, and then, of course, my, my brother, the middle child, you know, he's like, oh, this one's going to be a dentist, this one's going to be a dentist. And he's like, I'm going to be a physician. (laughs) By the time it came to me, I'm like, hey, dad, I want to be a dentist. And he's like, okay, all right. What do you, what do you really want to be? <laughs> you know? And I was just, you know, I grew up in the field. Um, and it was funny because I was thinking about this. You know, we talk about a workforce shortage. My first introduction to the dental office was um, my dad, his office manager was retiring and he hired another office manager, but there was a weak gap in between. And I was probably about 14 years old. I was going into high school. It was the summer, you know, and he's just like, you know, really struggling. He didn't know what to do, you know, and he just looked at me and, you know, cause I was just like, you know, Hey, I'll come in and work. I want to be a dental assistant, you know? And, and, um, and, and he's just like, 
All right. What you're going to do is you're going to come in. You're just going to sit there. You're going to answer the phone. You're going to write down the messages. You're going to take the name, take the phone number. And, you know, that's where we're going to start. Just just do that so that we have someone at the front desk to answer the phone. Now, remember, this was back, you know, in the 70s. So there wasn't all this digital and there weren't computers right. or anything like that. The no. appointment book was paper. You know, yeah, it's so, like the pages were this long, yeah, the right? And the, yeah, the columns and everything, you know, so I was just like, all right, all right, fine, you know. And at that time, he had just this wonderful assistant, Beverly, and this is another great story, this wonderful assistant, Beverly, who was in there. And, and you know, we kind of we kind of molded together and we had fun, you know, and after the week was over and I just did my duty of, you know, answering the phone, writing down messages so I could pass them on to his new employee. I was just like, well, I really kind of want to be here and I want to, you know, learn how to assist, you know, I mean, I, I don't know, you know, I like this career, you know, these people are nice when they come in and they're asking me who I am. And, you know, I'm, I'm slightly a social person. <laughs> so I was just like, all right. So he said, you know, fine. So I ended up training with Beverly. Now, the long story short about this is Beverly was the young lady that was sitting next to me. She ended up leaving my father, going back to hygiene, hygiene school. She's an RDH, and she was sitting next to me in your classroom yesterday. And we were just laughing so hard about what terror we did for my father as a sister. <laughs> you know? But, you know, he trained me as an assistant. So all the way through high school, I worked in the dental office, went to high school, went to University of Toledo, did my undergrad, looked at, you know, uh, dental schools, went to University of Michigan. But I had this background and experience in assisting, and I was really comfortable in the field. Um, you know, and I loved University of Michigan, did really well, ended up um, just falling in, in love with the whole community of um, dentistry um, and teaching and learning. I've always been a really advanced learner. Um, I've been very lucky that um, testing comes easy to me. I don't have test anxiety. I don't know why. Um, but testing always came very easy to me. Talking to people comes easy to me. Um, those are two of my skill sets. Um, and, you know, I, I did very well. Um, University of Michigan asked me to, you know, stay and teach with them because I was thinking about going into prosthodontics. I was thinking about specializing, you know, but my father had the general practice, um, which I truly loved. I love general practice because I get to do a little bit of everything. Um, you know, to tell you what my general practice is like, two days ago, I had two people in my office. No, three days ago, because I was at your conference two days ago. Three days ago, I had two people in my office. One was 93 and one was 96. And they were saying, no, I'm the I'm the patient here that has the longest track record. I've been here the longest, you know, and <laughs> I've been here 33 some years. And I know that this practice goes back so far. And we actually looked up their charts. You know, that's what I love. I love that family being that dental home. We talk about the dental home. I mean, I, we really have a dental home in my office. So I was battling back and forth and through the teaching and teaching in Prosto and doing dentures and crown and bridge, which is one of my real true uh, clinical loves, you know, I, I, but I truly love dentistry. Um, just all of dentistry. Um, I got to practice with my dad for two years, part-time and teach up at university of Michigan part-time. And then unfortunately my dad passed away. Um, so I was an associate of his. And so all of a sudden I was dealing with my father passing away and having to buy out a practice immediately. Now, if that's what I wanted to do. And so, yes, it was really, really tough. And there was about six months where, um, you know, depression sets in and you're like, how am I going to make this? How am I going to crawl out of this hole? Um, a little bit different financial situation back then. Um, when I graduated from dental school, you know, we all know, you know, what students are, you know, dental students, hygiene students, you know, we graduate with a lot of debt. When I graduated in 88, I had $25,000 worth of debt. And I thought I was going to just flip out, you know, and then I had to go two years later and go to a bank and ask for a whole lot of money. 
to buy the practice. Um, And that was a lot of stress, you know, and and at a very young age and not really knowing what I was doing because in dental school, they don't kind of teach you these things. Luckily, I was still associated and affiliated with the University of Michigan. And I had a whole team of people up there that were my, my instructors when I was in school, but they were my friends too. And they kind of guided me. They kind of took me, it was one of the best situations I could have been in being an instructor there because they kind of took me under their arms, took me in their wings and, you know, kind of said, you need to think about this. You need to do this. You need to think about this. Um, Had a lot of support, had a lot of mental support um, with the dental community that I were my friends that I was teaching with and also the dental community within Toledo. Um, My dad was on the board. You know, my dad was very involved in organized dentistry. So, you know, it, it, it was a mentoring situation, a mentoring situation that I didn't really realize I was in at the time. But I look back and I'm so thankful for those people that really helped me, you know, guide through. Because I remember 12 months after, you know, I remember that when you go through a tragedy like that, you know, and then the year event comes where you're like, oh, wow, this is the anniversary of, you know, all I could think of was this is the anniversary of, and oh my gosh, I survived. And dad, I hope you're proud of me because the practice is still going and I'm retaining the patients and we're keeping that quality up. You know, so there was a lot of personal pressure I would I had inside, um, but that made me. I think that made me just a little bit more authentic and wanting to really reach out and 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 make sure my patients understood that you know I was going to be continuing on and this is the type of care you know and we're we're moving forward and it's going to be progressive and everything new and you know stay here stay with your family home and I was really lucky you know I had a great team at that time I still have a great team, um, but it was really hard. Um, through that journey though, after I got on my feet and where I'm at here right now, um, my dad, like I said, was very um, involved with the local Toledo Dental Society. He was on the board and everything. And he was one of the people that I have become um, because once I graduated, he said two things to me. He's like, well, when are you starting up your retirement? Which I was like, what? I'm 24. (laughs) (laughs) When are you setting up your retirement? And what are you going to do to volunteer within dentistry? And I was like, I just graduated. Uh, let me, you know, drill some teeth and figure this stuff out. And he's like, no, 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 no. You know, you, you have to give back. And that's the way we were raised. We were always raised where there's something that you have to do. You have to give back in some way, some way. Um, and so I was immediately, I was the young dentist. I was teaching up at University of Michigan. Some bright I, you know, bulbs went off and some people say, hey, she knows a lot of people. Maybe, you know, she should be on the CE committee. So they immediately put me on the, commi- you know, continuing education committee. And like I told you the other day, it was me and Gary DeWood, you know, and, and he and I laugh about it. You know, he's running Spear and I'm doing this, you know, ADA stuff, you know, and I mean, he's just, he's an amazing person, but we had a blast, you know, and we set up CE. And so I stayed with the Toledo Dental Society, my volunteership and got involved in public speaking for Medicaid issues and involved with our local um, nonprofit Medicaid clinic, uh, a nonprofit clinic that sees anyone, regardless of the ability to pay the dental center of Northwest Ohio, one of the best things in Toledo. Um, but, you know, the access to care issues became, you know, an extreme a topic that I love to speak on because I got more comfortable, I think, within the speaking world. Um, and I got to talk to people. And um, I used to not want to talk like in front of a group of people. I used to have like fear and anxiety about standing in front of 
people. And I'll never forget one of the first times I had to introduce Gordon Christensen to a sea of people. And, you know, the night before I'm sitting there going, okay, there's going to be 800 people in the audience. And, you know, I have to stand up there and, you know, what happens if I fall or what happens this and, you know, hives breaking out. (laughs) I can't do this. I can't do this. And then, you know, so time goes on and I did it and I walked out the stage and I was like, okay, I did it and I'm, I'm okay. All right. All right, let, let's go next step, you know? And so it's it was a process for me to, you know, really feel comfortable um, doing this stuff. So once I got to know these speakers and, you know, through my local, I had a very, very good friend, Sam Fick, who was president of the Ohio Dental Association. He's like, man, you need to do this. You need to go to Ohio. You need to go to state level. You need to start thinking about doing CE on the state level. You know, these people, you're really good at identifying speakers. You're good at setting up programs. You love education. You know, and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I will. Well, personally, at that point in time, you know, I was married and we were trying to get pregnant. And um, I was like, you know, because yeah, you got to have it all. You know, you have to have it all. You got to do it. Got to have it. So we were having difficulty, um, you know, getting pregnant, you know. And so I was just like, all right, fine. You know, I- I'll just, I'll commit myself more. I'll throw my hat in the ring. You know, I'll, I'll put this in there. I got accepted on the annual sessions committee at um, the Ohio Dental Association. And then three months later, I get pregnant, you know, and I'm like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to travel? How always know what happens. Always. You know, and so, but it was the best thing, you know, that ever happened. And you, you, you make it work. How did you, do, I mean, but, you know, looking back at some of these hard times that you've been through, uh, I mean, because I'm sitting here thinking about all the things you just said. And you said that you went from going and sitting in the office, answering a phone to, <laughs> identifying that you're going to be a dentist. So that was you saying yes to a lot of things that you didn't know how to do yet. Right. 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 And Very I scary. That, <laughs> but the fact I didn't is, know what I was getting into. <laughs> you never do. You never really know because you think you'll know. And also too, you make the best decisions for where you are today, that day at that time. And that today Absolutely. point, because you, you have to, you, when you look back and you say, why did I do that? You have to know and trust yourself enough to know that you made the best decision that day at that time based on the information that you had. The information that you had. And then yeah. if, you, if you made a, a decision that wasn't quite what you want, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, we live life forward, but we can evaluate life backwards. You know, right. so when you evaluate life backwards, you can correct, you can self-correct. You know, just because you made a decision on something that you knew then, and then you say, oh, this doesn't quite fit me then, you know, self-correct. It's not bad to self-correct. Yes, it's going to be really hard sometimes, but sometimes it might be easy. And sometimes you self-correct and you're like, oh, why didn't I do that a couple of years ago? You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and what life. held me back from saying yeah, yes yeah, to It's that. just life, you know, and, and we all struggle with the same thing. You know, we all have so many differences, but we all struggle with the same internal struggles, you know, and that's why it's nice to, you know, surround yourself with a community, you know, that's similar, but different. You know, I, 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 we, we talk about this a lot within the ADA, you know, diversity and inclusion, diversity, inclusion, and equity. Um, We're very, very much different, but we're all very, very similar. You know, we all want to do the best for ourselves. We all want the best for our children. You know, hopefully we all want to learn and and self-improve, figure out our lives. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, this is a tough gig for us, (laughs) you know, so we're all, we're all struggling in some way, you know, and it's good to know when you're going through those struggles that you can, you, you can find people or sometimes people just pop in your life for some yeah. strange reason. And they'll just say something to you and you're like, Oh, wow. 
you know, I needed that. I needed that at this moment. Divine appointments. I call them divine appointments. It's just strange. But, you know, I mean, yes, you know, there are a lot of challenges, but that is, you know, I'm, you, you look at other challenges in life and, you know, I consider myself extremely lucky. You know, I mean, I, there are some things that happen by luck and there are some things that have happened by a lot of hard work, but hard work and luck combined can create a lot of success. You know, yes. and, and that's the one thing that I, you know, tell when I mentor, I'm just like, you know, you will get through this, but we have to look at the whole situation, pull back, think about where this is going to be in 10 years. And then think about what you'll think about this situation in 10 years. Now let's make a plan. You know, and that's kind of what people told me, you know, when, when my father passed away, they're like, okay, where do you want to be in 10 years? You know, what's the goal? I mean, you're here, you're stuck, you know, so do you want to be stuck or do you want to move forward? You know, and I'm always like, I'm going to move forward. I, I've been backward, I, you know, and I know what's back there. And I'm kind of more interested in what's, you know, up ahead of me rather than, you know, the memories are great. The memories are fantastic, but I know I got some more better memories ahead, you know, and that's what you really got to focus on is what's ahead of you. Um, you know, this whole world, yeah, I never realized, you know, talking to you, walking into the, you know, the meeting and, and saying, hey, you know, hey, I'm so happy to meet you in person. You know, you were at SmileCon last year. You're going to be at SmileCon in the podcast hub this year. You know, I want to introduce myself to you. You know, and I never imagined, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, that I would have the capability to text Paul Feuerstein. I have the capability to call Leanne Brady. You know, and I was joking around at the, you know, at the meeting and I was like, you know, you don't even want to know. I'm I'm impressed. My my cell phone, you know, my contact list is pretty cool right now. And that's something that I, and you probably saw this when you were, you know, I want to give that to all of the dentists. You know, I've been really lucky because I followed this pathway of getting involved in dentistry, getting involved in CE planning, because I really, truly believe in education, advancing, advancing one's own personal self. If you advance your own skills, you advance your team skills, your patients win. And when your patients win, you win. You know, that's what we're here for. We're here to educate our, I'm bottom line, we're here to educate our patients. We're here to make our patients healthy. We want to make them healthy. We want to let them know about their whole entire body. If I can elevate my team and if I can elevate myself to benefit my patients, that's, that's my goal. You know, that's my entire goal. So with this opportunity, with when I've been involved with the Ohio Dental Association and with um, with SmileCon and the ADA, you know, I'm trying to help other dentists. You know, I mean, my goal is to help other dentists and teams achieve what their best possible self. You know, I want to line up speakers like you that can give these pearls, give these tidbits and say, hey, you know, this is how I do this, or this is something you might want to try, or look at this technique. This is something that really worked. Oh, this is something. Ooh, ooh. I don't do this. Don't use this. Don't, you know, this didn't work. Um, you know, I was listening to Paul Feirstein. So you're, you know, he was talking about crowns, you know, he did a few crowns earlier in the day and this material didn't work and they all broke. And, you know, what do you do? You go on, you move on. You know, these are the types of things that you learn when you go to these events and you, you meet people that have a different knowledge source or a different wheelhouse than you do. And I want to create that environment for all of the dentists, all of the team, you know, not just, you know, the people like me that get to set up these events. You know, and that's where SmileCon is kind of turning. You know, the ADA recognized that, you know, we have this dental community. You know, the dental community is not just dentists. It's the team. It's the um, yes. hygienists. It's the assistants. It's the laboratories. It's the exhibitors. It's the, the practice management. It's, it's every, there is an entire dental community out there. And SmileCon is celebrating. They, 
that entire dental community. Why not bring everybody together and and share all of our information? You know, I mean, it's only going to help. Open your open your hearts, open your ears, and listen. Take back what works for you. You know, because there is going to be something that you're going to come out with and go, hmm, wow, that's really cool. Because these uh, people like you, people that are you know the the dental educators out there, they're amazing people, and they have so much knowledge. And the cool thing about SmileCon is is that we want the attendees to feel, hey, I can walk up to Kelly Tanner in the podcast booth and just go, I'm fangirling, I'm fangirling. This is Kelly Tanner, you know? But then but then it creates that connection and that and that accessibility to those folks as well. And that's what I loved about SmileCon last year. And I'm really looking forward. I'm on the planning committee. I don't know if I told you this with uh with Kate and some other folks who were who yeah, were there the last year. It's gonna be huge. Oh, you guys, if you were there last year, there's a lot of hype around you're you're gonna have FOMO if you're not there. It's gonna it be was, brilliant. It was one of those things that we started, we tried in um Vegas. And it was really popular and people were kind of like looking at it like, what the heck is this? Um, And last, you know, so we just say, hey, let's, you know, expand on this. Because the one thing COVID did, COVID COVID was very difficult on the entire dental community. Um, The meeting industry shut down as our offices did too, you know, so um, it kind of created on a positive side, this whole generation of Instagram dentists and Zoom dentists and and podcast dentists and hygienists and and it created this these little micro communities and and it's interesting because if you really look back at it you know they were there but people need connection and when we were all shut down and locked in our room the connection was this the box you know and we all were like what can we find out you know and i was talking to a bunch of speakers with Lacey phillips the other day and i was like you have no idea how much stalking and scouting i did during covid while you guys were all doing your thing on you know i was just on watching every zoom and and just checking out speakers because number one hey i got nothing to do i might as well get ce and learn something right. but number two i wanted to see what's out there but it created these niche micro communities you know, that yeah. are really, you know, your community, I, the mommies and business community, you know, the tech gurus, you know, fluky Jello Pam, the whole crazy community. Um, it created these micro communities, which are really unique and interesting. And that's what the podcast area kind of does is brings these micro communities all together, you know, and, and celebrate them all because we all can learn, you know, from each other. But this year, I mean, I'm so excited you're going to be there because this year it's going to be bigger, better more podcasters and, you know, the same kind of setup where attendees can walk through attendees can see the magic happening. I mean, like right now, you know, I'm ready to take a selfie and go, Hey, look, I'm on, you know, the podcast with Kelly, but people would get to see this, you know, and walk up and say, Hey, you know, wow. You know, and maybe someone would walk by and say, Hey, Kelly, you know, how did you get a start on this? You know, I'd love to do this, Kelly, you know, and, and let's say a dental assistant would walk up to you, you know, who's been thinking about this and, you know, create that organic, you know, my, if I could create an environment that would be an organic community where someone would say, you know, Kelly, you know, I really don't know, but maybe, you know, I have some ideas, you know, what, what do you think, or where should I start? I know that every single one of my speakers is not only a fabulous speaker, they are fabulous mentors. And that's the one thing that I can say about this community, Kelly, that you're in, and you, you are a perfect example of it. Um, You mentor up, you mentor down. And, and, to create an organic situation where someone may be able to walk up to someone with you, to you, like to you, that they are, have been listening to your podcast, all of them for the last two, three years. And 
are just like, you know, I, I really want to know, you know, and, and that's something special. You know, those are things that, you know, you, you're like, okay, I'm not involved, but I'm slightly involved and you go, just go, you know, I mean, it's going to be hard, but just go. And that's, what's kind of exciting about meeting planning. Um, it's, it's a different, you know, it's totally different from general practice because I have my general practice hat and I love my staff and, you know, I, I, do my work and I drill, drill, drill and, you know, teach, teach, teach. But it's just kind of fun to sit back and say, hey, you know what? This is the experience that I've had. You know, why don't you join in? You know, come join in. It's great. And then the cool thing about you too, Nan, is that you're, because you love education, the neat position that you're in is that you get to see where the gaps are and things. And people don't, people may not realize, maybe that they don't realize, but they may not realize that you get to see and you scout out based on where you know the gaps are, based on what you're, what people are telling you. So you're a true conduit. You're this person here at all the meetings. People are saying, I want more of this. And so you're connecting all of this information. You're learning from it. And so you're a true connector of what it is that's needed in the industry. And you have all these cool contacts in your phone that you're willing to say, you need that? Contact them. Here's their number. That's the part that is mind blowing. When you talk about all the contacts in your phone, people say, I need that. And that's that servant leadership, that servant heart that I believe that we have. And there's nothing that you can ask me that I won't help you with. I, I will help you do anything. And I feel like you're exactly the same. And this is who we surround ourselves with. It's the craziest community. Yes, it really is. this is it. This is, this is the place to be in, in that servant heart. And you, I feel like if you're that person and you want to give more, you know, if you're that person who walks up me at the, walks up to me at the podcast booth or walks up to you, Nan, and says, can you help me with? Absolutely. And if I don't know how, talk to this person because they will absolutely help you and move you forward. So this to me is like the gooey center of everything. It really is. It, it really is because, you know, people will say, oh, well, you know, and when we're meeting planning and, you know, usually, usually there's events that the speakers attend at certain meetings. Well, we're kind of shifting gears and we're like, you know what, we're not going to really have speaker, you know, parties because we're going to have the big goblin and grin fest. If you, well, you were in Houston, so you probably saw the street fest, you know, and it's like, do we want to separate the speakers off and, you know, have an event themselves? No, they're the part of our community. Let's see the fireworks. Let's go to the food trucks. Let's, you know, have a dance party, you know, out on the dance floor with electric lights and everything, you know, I mean, you're part of the community and it's, you know, one of those things. And I, you know, I, I joke with uh, Jablo and Fierstein because I'm just like, would you guys stop talking about food on your Facebook feed? Because <laughs> I'm very jealous of all the cities and all the restaurants you're going to, you know, and I'm standing there with Paul Fierstein you know, in a food truck line. And I'm like, all these people are just talking to him. And I'm like, this is really cool. They have no idea who they're talking to right now, but he's a cool dude. And he's talking about tech and this and that while we're waiting for hot dogs. You know, I mean, that's, you're going to do it anyway. Thing. You might as well eat and eat something good, you know? Right. But that's what I would tell any attendee at any conference, this group of any speaker, anybody that is in this educational field, walk up to them. Don't be shy. Say hello, you know, um, just ask your question because these people want to bring you up. These people are there. This is their life, you know, and they are willing to listen to you because they're always constant learners, too. They're not the best of the best if they're not constant learners. When you stop learning, you're going to stop, you know, and that's it. And so these people 
you know, will want to learn from the attendees. They want to know the questions. You know, I, it's funny because I do Zooms, and that's what I did a lot for the ADA during COVID. And so I would moderate Zooms and curate questions from the audience, you know, like we do here. And it was funny because all of the speakers are like, well, did you ask all the questions? Well, I need to know all the questions because I want to know what they want. I, I need to know what my what my attendees want to know. You know, this helps me refine my craft. And it's just so interesting because there's not one speaker, not one person that I've ever worked with that hadn't asked that. What else do they want to know? What else can I give them? You know, and it's like, wow, you are just like the best person on the whole planet because this is exactly what we should be doing. You know, share that information. Why? because our patients will win. For sure. And we all win. We all win because we're all in it for the same reason. Even though our why may be a little bit different, tweaked, we're all at yeah. the, it's the heart of that patient. Yeah. So Dan, you, you've been talking about SmileCon and I, I, there's a tremendous amount of work that goes into this. Can you give us like a little bit of insight to maybe what some of the topics are for this year? I don't, I don't know if you can share yet, but name, name the topic and it'll be there. Um, you know, we, I'm, I'm working on an extremely diverse program. You know, there's going to be general dentistry, implants, hygiene, team, practice management, um, you, you name it. It's there. Um, the, the curation of a CE project like this is, is you want to, uh, you want to, satisfy every attendee. It's really hard to do, but, you know, I'll have attendees that are dentists, specialists, high level, you know, oral surgeon, PhD, this and that, like you, you know, but I also have attendees that are dental assistants and they're dental assistants that are first year in their field. They're dental assistants that are EFTAs, AQPs that are, you know, 20, 30 years in yeah. RDHs, RDH EFTAs, you know, there, there's a whole range of, of levels of learning that you want to go and, uh, you know, work with um, because we want the entire dental team. We want the entire community to realize that we're all here together. And the, the more we're together, the more we have the strength to move our profession forward and move our profession into that. Well, we talked about this earlier into that whole body field. You know, yeah. I mean, we talk about the mouth and it's just the mouth, but we're finding out it's a little bit more than the mouth, you know, so we need to take that profession a little bit seriously and bring all of our team members up. So you're going to see every single different type of, I mean, you name it, the cool thing that we're going to have in the dental central, um, the dental central is formerly known as the exhibit hall, but we call it dental central and there's going to be hubs. We have a wellness hub. That's going to talk about the seven types of wellness. We have the tech hub, which just be ready because we're going heavy into AI, AI, AI is where that's all we're talking about right now in dentistry and tech. So we're going heavy into AI. You know, we have the team hub. The team hub was super successful last year. We have a lot of practice management, dental assisting, a um, few things for, it's going to be fun. Maybe some competitions going on in there this Ooh. year, a couple things to make. And then of course we have the podcaster hub, which we're super excited about. It's just it's something that, like I said, I mean, you people have reached out and created your micro community. So why not meet them in person, you know, and let people see how this magic happens. It's, you know, we listen to podcasts in our car, we listen to stuff all the time. But we really don't know how, how it occurs. So that's kind of fun too. Um, we do have Thursday night. That's going to be a private event at Universal Islands of Adventure. Yes, you do have to buy a ticket, but it's for ADA um, smile kind of attendees only. So we did this 10 years ago when we were in Orlando. Orlando is a very family friendly, friendly place. So um, think about bringing the whole family down when you come to Orlando, um, the Islands of Adventure tickets. It'll be an evening ticket on that Thursday night, and it'll be just the ADA attendees. The lines are really short. In 2010, I think I rode the Hogwarts ride probably four times. 
Um, I'm a big big fan. (laughs) I wrote, I wrote the Harry, I call it the Harry Potter ride, but I wrote the Harry Potter ride about four times. I mean, you know, so this is a really cool event. It's your way to get into universal with minimal lines and just have a little bit of fun at the end of the day of long life, you know, long learning, you know, Friday, we're going with a full CE schedule. And then Friday night, uh, our fest, the Friday night fest is going to continue. We had the street fest last year, this year. That was so much fun. That was, that was epic. I was like, they have the whole thing. They have the whole street. What is going on right now? I was like, oh, the street fest. Well, we're going to do it up and we're going to do it bigger this year. So I'm so <laughs> looking know, forward to it. But I've seen the planning stages and we're going to really do it bigger this year. We're in October. And like I said, Halloween is just around the corner from the uh, from the event. So we're going with Grin and Goblin Fest. It's going to be a family-friendly event and, you know, a little bit of a Halloween theme and just to have a little bit of fun and, and, you know, really enjoy the atmosphere. You know, everybody's invited. The entire entire dental community is invited. Um, It is included. Check out the registration packages. It is included in the Smile Pass. Um, You need to buy a ticket for that extra if you buy the Dental Central Pass. It's all there at smilecon.org. If you have any problems with it, contact ADA. They'll explain the information for you and what the pricing structure is that you get with the smile pass and everything like that too much to talk about but it'll be on smilecotton.org and and registration opens up june 7th i have to say nice that's it'll be here like tomorrow (laughs) yeah now the one thing that you have to say though is that if you were at um in dental central the one thing that you'll notice too with smilecon is we've included a lot of smile and or excuse me surprise and delight um, we follow the meet, play, learn, and we, we take that very seriously. We want dentists to meet and we want, you know, the entire family, the entire dental family to play a little bit. And we want the entire dental family to learn. And we take that meet seriously. We take the play pretty seriously because we've got a little bit of surprise and delight, um, happening around, maybe not just a little bit, but a lot. There's and actually a lot. Yeah, if you were in dental central, in each portion of it, like the podcast piece, and I know it'll be on the wellness piece, and yeah, I'm I'm so excited to be a part of it. And uh, so, Nan, they can find out more at smilecon.org, right? Smilecon.org, or just go to ada.org. You'll see the you'll see the link at the top. But if you put in smilecon.org, you'll find all the information. Um, We do have Bridge to Smilecon series. Last night was Jose uh, Ruiz. And he was fabulous. There's another, every month there's going to be a free CE that um, will will be a speaker or speakers that you'll be seeing live and in person. Um, everybody is invited. Free, just sign up, you know, enjoy it. Enjoy the learning and you get a one hour CE credit for it. Um, you know, so there's just a lot of things that we want to include the entire, the entire group. You know, mentor, mentor your staff, mentor yourself, be mentored. You know, and that's really what, that's what we really need. Yes. It, it lean into that and be intentional about it. Nan, thank you so much for being with us today. I, you know, I could talk to you for hours. I mean, <laughs> we proved that the other day. I, you're just such a delight. And thank you don't for- Don't go, don't go, Kelly, don't catch I a know, plane. <laughs> I know, I know. I had to go catch a plane. But just thank you for all that you do and how you bring this together and all the behind the scenes stuff. I mean, it's years of scouting and culmination of so much preparation. I've and- got a great group of doctors though. You know, there's 11 docs on the, the committee of annual meetings. We're supported by amazing ADA CAM staff. We couldn't do without the CAM staff. I mean, we're the we're the dreamers. The docs are the dreamers and the connectors and our ADA staff are the people that make it all work and make us 
look like, oh yeah, there's no problem. Everything's going just perfect. Uh, you know, no, no AD issues, no mic issues. It's great. <laughs> That's right. We're per- it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Well, they Yes. For those of you all who want to reach out to Nan, her information is in the show notes. Nan, thank you again so much for being on today. It is an honor. I look forward to seeing you and I know I'll be talking to you more. And uh, thank you for all that you do. So uh, for our listeners, I always ask a favor. Yes. For our listeners, please do me a favor. Go on to to Apple. Give us a five-star rating. Apple is what matters. And then go on to YouTube as well. This episode is there. You can watch it live with video and then like, subscribe, and share if you love us. So thank you so much to you, Nan, and then to our community who continues to reach out, touch, impact lives of others every day. And be well, enjoy your weekend and your day, and we will see you soon. Take care. Thank you, Nan. Thank you so much, Kelly.